Yo, what's going on, guys? Hope you're all having a great morning, afternoon, or evening. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've dropped one of these. But you know what? New year. We're back at it. We're going in. We're going in. Let's, let's get it. Today, we're going to talk about redemption. And there are a whole lot of truths that you need to hear. But there are also a whole lot of lies that you need to unlearn. Very often, I hear people talking about how they're way too far gone, past the point where they can be forgiven for what they've done. And they look at it in a way of, God doesn't love me anymore. I've done way too much. I'm beyond saving. But the thing is, that's just not true. Romans 8.1 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And I've talked about this in the previous episode that's on repetitive sin. When it comes to repentance, you got to make sure that you're really being genuine and that your heart's in the right place. That's when we talk about heart posture. See, God's not just trying to hear the words that come out of your mouth. He really wants you to mean it in your heart. If you're going to repent and deep down you know that you're just going to continue doing these same sins, and if the only reason why you're repenting is because you feel like you have to, then what's the point? God will forgive you, regardless of what you've done. But he will only forgive you under the condition that you stop your old ways and that you die to yourself and fully put your faith and your trust in him. Jeremiah 4 verse 1 says, Israel, if you return to me, declares the Lord, return to me. Remove your detestable idols from my presence and don't waver. And this is truly the hard part. God isn't mad at you. And a lot of the time we think that God's beefing with us and really we're the ones just beefing with God because <laughs> we don't want to do what the word says. There is no room for idols when it comes to God. In Matthew, it says that you can't expect to put new wine into old wineskins because the old wineskins will spoil the new wine. And essentially what this means is that if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're going to have to get rid of your old wineskin, which would be your old way of living, and accept the truth and the gospel, which would be the new wine. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And that's already good news. But to add on to that, Isaiah 44:22 says, I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. And from this, what we can take away is that God isn't going to hold your sins against you. He's already forgiven them. They're already gone. As long as you come to Christ and you repent and you truly mean that. And on top of that, you have to really change your old way of living and truly pursue a Christ-like life. What's even better is that once you start to pursue a Christ-like life and you pray for God to remove every single iniquity from your heart, everything that isn't from him, your desires will change. He will shift your heart. 
And of course, this doesn't mean that temptation won't come after all of this. Temptation will come. There is a chance that you will sin again. But there's even more good news. God just keeps giving us good news. Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. And what we can truly take away from this is that if we humbly go before the cross and ask the Lord for forgiveness and truly mean that within our hearts, he will take our heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh. He will truly change our desires and we can live a life that pleases God. You got to remember that there is no condemnation in Christ. If you have faith, there's grace for you. You are not too far gone. The Lord says in Matthew 11 verse 28, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So for everyone who's feeling like they're too far gone, everyone who has lost hope in themselves, I'm asking you today to trust him. Trust in his promise and trust that you can be redeemed through him and through his promise. Dear Heavenly Father, I humbly come before you thanking you for who you are. I thank you for your promises and for your mercy. I thank you that despite the fact that we do sin and we do fall short, you're always there to give us grace and to forgive us. I pray that we do not misuse this grace and that we think of it as what it is, a gift from God. Lord, I know that you are close to the brokenhearted. You're close to the wounded. And I pray that everybody that needs this message will truly receive it, that this will touch their hearts and truly transform them inwardly so they can live a life that glorifies you. Father, it is not too late for them. I know that you have so much more for them. And I just pray that you renew their minds and renew their hearts so that they know that they have hope in you. I pray all these things in your mighty and precious name. Amen.